Small Business Tips Tip Show, Episode 24. Welcome to the Small Business Tip Show. My name is Frank Thomas. With me, I have Nancy Bovert. Today, we're going to be talking about another part to our series, New Entrepreneur Series. And today, we're going to be talking about the fear of failure and success. Be sure you stay tuned. This is another great show. Hey, everybody. Frank Thomas here with Nancy Bovert. Nancy, how are you doing today? Absolutely fantabulous. How are you? Fantastic, fantastic. So, hey, we've had a great series so far. We've uh, talked a lot about, you know, how to build your business, especially if you are a new business builder, you're just kind of trying to start out. And we've touched a lot of things already. We've touched the outside game, the inside game. We've touched the whole idea of paralysis by analysis. We talked extensively about building a business plan. And you do have a business plan now. Or you should. Um, turning your hobby into a business was the last show we did. And today we're going to be talking about the whole idea of the fear of failure and success. Did you know that it's, it's possible to be afraid of success? A lot of people kind of just always say, bring it on, bring it on. But truly, they... They don't kind of understand at a, at a conscious level, but subconsciously, yeah, they are afraid because they're afraid that maybe it's going to change their, their circle of influence, who their friends are. It's going to change who they are, change their core values. And sometimes it's hard to step out of what you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and, and, and this is actually a very important component to success in your business, especially when you're first starting out. Uh, if you've never had a success of your own, or you've never failed on your own, then it's kind of tough because when you're working in a company and something goes on, there's a lot of times you don't even realize when something doesn't work. You, all of a sudden they change gears and you wonder what happened. But the upper-ups have realized, oh, we're failing. This is not working because they can see the whole picture. They can see everything that's happening. So what they're doing is they're rejigging and trying something different. And uh, that's not unacceptable. That's actually a good business plan to, to have at times is to rejig your business to you know, make it um, profitable going forward. You know, there was a time when the uh, manufacturers of um, uh, horse, uh, they made the horse straps and the, the harnesses and everything, and they realized that Mr. Ford was taking them out of business, so they approached him and said, hey, we would like to make the leather seats for your for your cars, or we'd like to make this or the steering wheel or something like that. So he said, two thumbs up, let's do that. And they're still in business today. And, but the other and that's one, the whole thing is, is you have to be prepared. Yeah, you have. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Frank. That's fine. Um, you have to be prepared to adjust and adapt to changing times. I mean, in the last, well, in the last year now, we've had some, some serious economic issues. But the last month, things have just seriously tumbled. And if you don't take a look and rejig your business plan or your focus or how you're going to do business – you're going to be out of business. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, when the, the, the money's flowing, it's usually really good. But I'll tell you something, when the money's not flowing, it can be even better. Yeah, absolutely. You have to, you have to think that because you know something? If, okay, for example, I'm selling software, you're, you're in marketing services. What do people need to do when there's not enough, a lot of business coming to the door? They need to market. 
you know? Yes. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of people think that's where the first place that they have to cut back. But truly, if if they were to take a hard look at what they are doing with our marketing, what they can do is they can streamline things. Like you say, when, when money's flowing, uh, uh, there becomes this largesse. Everybody's spending money, not maybe necessarily appropriately, and maybe in areas that aren't giving them a return. Uh, I think that we need these contractions because it helps us come back to focus. We have to have focus. Mm-hmm. I remember um, I uh, used to do a lot of stock trading years ago. That's something I tried and tinkled with and wasn't really my cup of tea. But one thing I remember somebody once said in the course is any monkey on a keyboard can make money on, an up, on, on a market that's going up. Yeah. Uh, but only an expert can make money in a market that's not going up. Hence Warren Buffett. He's buying like crazy right now. <laughs> right. Why? Because he knows there's opportunity there. Yeah. You know, all these companies are undervalued right now. That's right. That's right. So we need to, so let's go back to the, the initial premise of the show here, the understanding, uh, the fear of failure and fear of success. One of the things that we have to realize that, you know, something failure sucks. It hurts. It, it, we can take it very personally and you need to get beyond that headspace. You know, failure is just course correction. Failure is, you know, I say to people when I have people look at something I'm doing, I say to them, don't worry about hurting my feelings because you won't. You will hurt my feelings if you lie to me. So if it sucks, you need to tell me. And people have bluntly said, you yeah, know, this really sucks. And well, you have I to like- learn how to do everything, Frank. You have to learn how to, you have to, learn how to do everything. Mm-hmm. And you're going to fail as you're learning. You, you don't just decide you're going to speak Spanish and start blasting perfect Spanish out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, something you said in the last show. I'm still laughing about. <laughs> uh oh, in the last show. <laughs> I don't even know what I said that made you laugh so much. <laughs> oh my goodness, I, I got to get it out because if I don't, I'm going to continue remembering it. It's going to spoil the show for me. <laughs> and you were saying about frying swordfish. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the deep fried swordfish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. We, we, now we had a good laughing. Get me on. <laughs> but um, but uh, you know. The f- failure is going to happen. There's no way around it. You're going to fail. It's going to happen. You might as well just get into it and get get beyond it. Because you know something, if you haven't failed, then you're not working very hard. You haven't. You're not trying very hard. You need to fail to succeed. Now let's look at the other side of this coin. The fail. The fear of success. Believe you would say, why would I be afraid of being successful? I have seen people become very successful. And they need to get that money out of their hands as fast as possible. They will yeah. spend money on things they'd never spend money on just to be, be broke again. And, and, a, and, a, and I remember listening to this guy. He was talking about the fair fear of success. And it's so true. We can't imagine more than 10% of what we have right now. So mm-hmm. let me ask, let me tell you a little something here. When we first started selling a product, we were selling at $67. And we had somebody come to us and say, this is too cheap. You're never going to succeed. Oh, but if we try to charge more, you know, and, you know, all these excuses. Nobody and will said, buy it. <laughs> no, that, you know, so we tried a higher price. We've sold the software as high as $300 and people still buy it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, and then you see these big sales and you're like, oh, what happened? Somebody refunded. There's a lot of money. Oh, my goodness. And it's like, it's stupid because, you know, something, I, we, you get, you're going to get refunds. It's, it happens, it, but it doesn't happen very often. It's like saying, I don't want to make more money because I'm going to have to pay more taxes. That's stupid. You know, yeah. you're going to pay more taxes because you're successful. That's awesome. You know, like, 
heck, you know, I hate, I, I hate paying taxes too, but you know, I'd rather be paying a hundred thousand dollars worth of taxes than twenty dollars because I know I made a, a million bunch dollars. Of money, yeah. You know, like it's a big difference there. So you know, there is this innate fear of success, the fear of being outside of your comfort zone, and both of these situations take you outside of your comfort zone. If you want to be successful. You got to get outside of the comfort zone. You got to get out of that that comfy lazy boy chair with a comfy pillow, and get into that snowstorm because it's gone. That's the only way to become successful. You need to do that. It's it's. There's no if ands buts about it. You'll find that um, that uh, you are relishing in this the, this fear zone at times when you're finding you're you're doing busy work as an excuse or you're using it as an excuse for failure. Oh well, you know what I got in that, but I was so busy. I just I just didn't have time to get the quote out. Here's no. here's here's one of my favorites. I need my website. So then they get the website and I have to redo my website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually had somebody say to me one time, not a word of a lie. I said to him, So have you been canvassing your new business? Oh no, not yet. Well, why not? Well, I'm still waiting for my business cards to come in. What? Yeah. You know, like, it's a perfect excuse to get in front of them again. Oh, yeah, I'm waiting for my business cards. I'm just waiting for a new batch to come. Um, you mind if I give you a holler next week? I'm going to give you one. Yeah. That you can get in front of them again, you know, like, and, and you'd be amazed. And, you know, it sounds stupid when we say this, but you'd be amazed at what you do to avoid being successful. Uh, because sometimes we lose our way, too. You know, like, this is a hard one to discern sometimes. Sometimes we just lose our way. But in, even in that we're going to be failing. And then, and it's, oh, I, it's, I failed because, you know, I just, you know, I, I don't know. And, you know, if you're not serious about your business, if you haven't made your business plan, if you haven't thought things through, if you haven't got a schedule of things that need to get done in a certain period of time, then really you have no idea where you're at. So, And, and picture what success looks like to you. Mm-hmm. What does success look like to you? Because that can change too. Um, I had a, a chat with a with a fellow earlier today, and and he opened the door to something that I I hadn't even considered in my vision of success. I I pretty much knew where I wanted to go with with my business, and I pretty much knew at this stage of of my life and and where things are how big I wanted it to grow. But he asked me a question, um, which I can't reveal here right now. But it it, it kind of turned things on an axis a little bit and made me look through a different window mm. on how I could potentially attain a different level of success by implementing something that hadn't even entered my mind at this point, which is, you know, again, uh, Frank, you and I are our longtime entrepreneurs, which is, I mean, part of, if not the driving reason why we want to do this course and this series, because we want to help other people be successful as entrepreneurs and, let them know that they're going to fall into these same traps that you and I have over mm-hmm. all of the different years and, and things that we've done. But one of the things that I, I, I had mentioned today is that entrepreneurs, myself included, suffer from also the fear, the fear of reputation damage. We get to a point, we've built this business, it's our baby. Mm-hmm. It's, it, we've, we've made the personal connections out there. Our reputation is at stake here. So, if we bring somebody in and let them run with it, we're, we can't help but be concerned that if they represent 
the company incorrectly, it's going to come back and and reflect on my reputation. I have a friend who's who's since deceased. She built a very, very, very successful business, but she ran herself ragged because she never trusted. She had 26 people in her employee at one time, but mm. she still had her hand in every creative meeting and in every annual report that they did and every creative process. And she ran herself ragged trying to right. keep up with it all. So again, take a look at what success means to you. If if success is, is in your view, can be defined in certain parameters and you can still manage all aspects of the company, then that's fine. But otherwise, we also have to learn to trust others, to to monitor them appropriately, but to trust that they give them reason to have buy-in and want to protect the reputation of the company. Mm-hmm. An interesting book to read, um, and I recommend it to anybody who's going to become an entrepreneur or even get the audiobook from audible.com, is uh, The E-Myth Revisited. It talks extensively about learning how to properly delegate uh, tasks as you grow your business. And yes. this is something that um, we're noticing in our business is kind of taking off very quickly, uh, which I'm not surprised about. We've put a lot of thought, a lot of engineering into this, a lot of, um, a lot of ourselves into it. Uh, we have a core base of values that we stand by in our business. We, we do a lot of things that are a little unorthodox. Um, you know, we believe in the contributing that value, um, it, to us, it's just it's it's a natural part of business. It should be there, and and right now, business is missing that. So it's given us that edge because a lot of businesses don't have a lot of things that they should have. Now, something you need to realize too is I'm going to tell you right off the bat: you're going to burn a few businesses, a few ideas before you get become successful. If you become sex, successful in your first idea. Congratulations. Boy, you got a big ride in front of you, but it's going to be good. You know, uh, but even in the process, you're going to burn a few. I'm not going to lie. I've burned a f- three or four businesses in, in to getting to this point here. And um, it's good. It is good because you learn from that and you move forward from that. This is not my first corporation that I have owned. Um, and I've burned a few of them because I, not that I went bankrupt or anything, but the business failed. The business did not succeed. So I closed it down. Uh, so that's okay. Um, so be re- realize that, you know, you've got to bring those right resources in. Now, one way I'm going to show you to, to help manage that issue, like this, this lady you were talking about there, Nancy, is back to, you really need to know your own processes. If you don't know your own processes, you've got a problem. And you can, you've also got to realize just because you do the process the best doesn't mean you're the best person to do the process. Mm-hmm. It is important for you to realize if you can now now let me let me let me hit a few people right now. Whack. Um, <laughs> just because you do something really well, it doesn't mean that you're doing it right. Um, if you can't write it down and make it explainable to somebody else, then you have a problem. It's you. You need to make it so that process can be transmitted to another person. And you could say to him, oh, well, hold on a second here. I'm an expert in my field and I do this and I do... No, everything's complicated until you know how to do it. And then it's simple. It's always simple. It really is. Uh, you could be a brain surgeon. And if you could explain it, if you could McDonaldize brain surgery, 
you'd have a 16 year old working on your brain, you know, like I've, I've always said, if somebody has enough of an interest, they can learn anything. Mm-hmm. And it's finding the right people to bring into your business. You know, um, I, 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 that's probably I, the hardest part is finding yeah. the right people uh, uh, to bring in, mm-hmm. finding them. They're out there, but finding them, yeah. connecting with them is difficult. You can't be afraid to hire and you can't be afraid to fire. I've, fra- yeah. I've fired scores of people over the years and it's not because they were bad or they're dishonest it's just they weren't the right person for the job and we all in every situation um we ended up going okay well this isn't working so let's move on so and that it's been good so far nobody's died nobody's got upset it's it's the way it is um let me give you Nancy. you gave me some really good um really good um sayings on different various people who were very famous and i want to kind of just bring them out about now uh, Albert Einstein. Um, Albert Einstein, the the guy who theorized the universe and everything. I, I, it, I've been actually reading one of his books, or a book somebody put out about him on on theories he's been thinking that he had thought about before he passed away that were really never really popular. Like they were beyond his theories of relativity. And uh, did you know that he wasn't able to speak until he was almost four years old? And his teacher said he would never amount to very much. Makes you think. Oprah Winfrey was demoted from her job as a news anchor because she wasn't fit for television. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. You know, so we can't allow those outside influences to, to, to make us fail ahead of time. Don't allow other people's perceptions to interfere. That's right. So how does this tie into this whole concept? You will be attacked from the outside. You'll be attacked from the inside. And unfortunately, it's, you're the one against all these many, but you need to realize that you, if, the only way that these things can hurt you is if you let them hurt you. You know, if you fail, so what? Move on. If you Pick up, dust yourself off. Get up again. You, you fell down, baby. Get back up and try walking again. You'll get it. Yeah. And, um, and don't be afraid. And, and you know something? I remember... Um, I've read about different entrepreneurs who are very famous now. I wish I could pop a name out of my head, but I'm on the spot and I can't. <laughs> that, 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 that they watched them fail, their family, and watched them fail again and again and again and again. And when they succeeded, they're like, oh, what happened? What did you do the right this time? It took you long <laughs> enough. But, you know, like there was no belief there. And yeah. uh, even even after, they're still like, oh, you, you run this company? Oh, isn't that incredible? You know, like. What a um, fluke. Yeah, you know, Bill Gates. Bill Gates is one of them. He failed. Like, he was the hired on, I believe it was for Atari, to write the original Atari operating system. But they fired him. Does anybody out there still remember Atari other than you and me? <laughs> <laughs> this was a few years ago. But yeah. then he decided he dusted himself off. He got, got back up and he did something else. And he wrote another operating system called Windows. And, um, you know, and initially it was DOS and he turned it into Windows. And yep. uh, he brought the right people in. He didn't do it by himself. He brought, in the end, you know, like his core group brought more people in and brought more people in and brought more people in. But he had a clear, I'm sure he had a clear-cut idea where he was going. He had timelines. He had a business plan. He knew what he was trying to do. One of the things I do for my software is I know what needs to go into it. I know what, what when I'm doing updates and that, I don't, it's not willy-nilly. It's not, oh, this would be a great idea. It's, I this would be it. cool. <laughs> yeah, I think about it and decide whether or not it goes in and when it goes in, more importantly. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, can you get can you put that ad in in there that'll deep fry swordfish? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy's deep fried swordfish. <laughs> and if you haven't watched the last show, you have no idea what we're talking about. Shame <laughs> on you. <laughs> so go back and watch it now. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, you know, it comes down to, to as well as the, the, the factor of your belief in who you are, what you can do, and, and what you're trying to do. Do you believe in yourself, your product, and your results? Do you believe you can do this? Yes or no? And this is, you can't think and say, well, I think I can. If you think you can, you've already failed. Yeah, and don't and don't look for perfection. There's always somebody that's going to be smarter than you, or richer than you, or more handsome, or more pretty than you. But be genuine, be true to who you are, and do what you do with integrity, and you will succeed. That is, you hit the nail on the head. Thank you. That's perfect. Um, other people put it softer, like I have. But we've always tried to have high integrity. We've always tried to make sure the software works really good. We try to listen to our customers. We try to give value to them. We try to do a lot of things that we don't have to do. But we do them because we think it's important. And you know something? They come back again and again and again. They purchase again and again. And we show them other things. And they go, we trust you here. We're going to trust you here. Yep. And you know, somebody brings something to the table I don't like. We actually had a product brought to me uh, yesterday. I think it's a great product. But it's horrendous to install, so I will not yeah. recommend it. Right. You know? And I don't want to have to put the time in to fix their products. So <clears throat> I've decided I'm not going to... Um, do a pass on that one. It doesn't I'm fit. Do a pass on it. It, does, it doesn't fit because it, it doesn't fit all my criteria. Now, well, that's an important thing that you bring up there too, Frank, that, that you have to make sure that what you are doing fits. Don't, don't try to make it work. It either works or it doesn't. And the thing is, if you're not being true to yourself, your customers see it too. You're yeah. not being true to them. Not everybody so. is your customer and not every product fits with your product. True, very true. So make sure that you work through these fears. You, you know, they're going to come. And, you know, you're going to have times late at night where you can't sleep because you're worried about something. And it's more than likely because you haven't got a business plan. Well, we're back to that business plan again because you don't back know where you're business. at. Yeah. Uh, think about think about uh, this as your finances. Do you watch how much money you're spending? Do you know the balance in your bank account? Do you know what bills have been paid? What bit need to be paid? Do you know what your financial situation is going to be in a year if you continue spending the way you do? It surprises me how many people have absolutely no idea, and those are the ones that don't sleep at night. Ignorance no. is not bliss. No, it is not. You know, and in business, it is even easier to t handle this because. If you have a plan and you're following your plan, I bet you you're ahead of 90% of all of the businesses right away. Exactly. I would actually dare say ahead of 95% of all businesses. There's a reason why. You see the stats that say that within the first five years, nine out of 10 businesses fail. And five, in the next five years, before the 10-year mark, out of those last, let's say if you started with 100 businesses, you got 10 left, nine of those fail as well. There's yeah. a reason for that. It's because... There's no plan. There's no idea. They don't know where they're going. They, they're not willing to shift gears. They're not willing to make changes. They're not, they can't get over themselves. They're not taking it seriously. They have no business plan. There's always a reason. Yeah. There's always a reason. Uh, it never, and I've mentioned this before on other shows, it blows my mind how many stores, I live in a town that's about 30,000 people, and then we have a downtown strip, and I see these stores pop up all the time, boop, 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 like mushrooms in, in, on a rainy day, and they last about that long too. Uh, and 
I know that to open up a store and to get stock and to do all this, it's about a hundred thousand dollar commitment at least. And I see people. I wish I could just say to them before you spend any money, give me ten grand and I'll save you ninety. Yeah, exactly. I can be a millionaire, Nancy, in about a month. Yep. Because I see these stores pop up all the time. The problem is they say, no, no, we got it. We got it. We're good. There's a reason why stores have big turnover. A, they didn't research the market. They didn't research the location. They didn't research something. It's cheap to do these things. It's cheap. And this will help you alleviate the fear of failure and success. Yes. If you know your market and you know your potential and you work in within the parameters to get that potential, you'll not be surprised by success and you'll not fail secondarily. It's not hard to, to being prepared. Yeah. It's if you, if you be the good boy scout and always be prepared, then, you know, when there's something does surprise you, it's usually very minor. It's not something big, you know? Um, I know we did our first trade show for my wife's business last year. And, uh, at the end of the day, I spent a bundle on it. It just, I'm still paying it off. And um, it was stupid because I, I went into that venture and I, and I had a belief structure in place. And I'll be perfectly honest with you, the whole concept. It, we had some minor success, but we had a lot of failure in it. So, and I'm paying for that. And like, shame on me. I should have researched it a little deeper. I should have checked it a little bit harder. Um, but out of that, out of the ashes of that failure... I have made success from it in other areas because I've taken the same components and rejigged it and figured how to make it succeed. So, yes, you know, did, did I really fail <sighs> temporarily? Yeah. You know, am I, did I, am I still on the floor crying? No, absolutely not. You know, like it, it is what it is. I spent the money, it's gone and um, I'm paying that off. And, uh, but you know, I'm, I've taken those lessons and moved forward with them, you know, and, now I'm going to turn that money that I spent into 10 times of what it, what it cost it's me. It's an investment. You know, people, people invest in a university degree or a college diploma mm-hmm. or, or, a, or a, a trade school certificate or any number of things. But when they invest money in a business, they always see it as, I am making an expense. And perhaps part of that is because that's how it's structured in your, in your accounting. But it truly is, you have to look at it as an investment. If you don't spend money on your business, how will you ever make any money? I'm not saying throw money at your business. Again, back to the business plan. Make sure that you have a plan. Make sure you have a budget. Make sure that you've done your research and you know who your core audience is and all those good things. And then don't say, well, I spent money on marketing or I spent money on a new office furnishing you invested in the long-term success of your business Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i remember reading a uh there's a it was about a year ago uh, an article came out that was uh uh this uh, entrepreneur for this big company one of his people one of his senior management people made a huge mistake it was like a sixty thousand dollar mistake and um they could have looked at that a lot of different ways what he decided to do was he said uh like the, the, the media approached him and said, oh, you just lost $60,000 of the business or you spent this money because this guy made this horrendous mistake. And the, the manager turned around and said, actually, no, I, I, that's not the truth. The truth of the matter is I just spent $60,000 training my employee. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and the unsaid thing was now I expect him to make a million dollars from the $60,000 training. So we'll see what yeah. happens. 
So so back to back to the point of the show, back to the point you made earlier. Don't be afraid. You will have failures along the road to success. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid of success. You'll never get there. Very true. Very true. So, you know, you got to get beyond these feelings. There's just no ifs, ands, buts about it. Yeah, there is a there is something called the fear of failure and there is something called the fear of success. It will attack you in various ways. It is there. You know, all you need is you're you're supposed to come to you and go, geez, what a waste of time this is. And you know, something something like crash. That. <laughs> crash like burn flame, you know. I'm yeah. very blessed. My wife has never said that to me. You know, she's looked at some of my business ideas and she has a look on her face. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, she uh, is very um, politically correct when she talks to me and she gives me the skinny because she knows that, um, you know, I, I like to hear honesty. And sometimes I have to defend my ideas. And then sometimes I turn people's mindsets around because they see what I'm trying to get at. And, um, you know, even this whole flip in, in the, uh, what I'm doing, like I, I went from a, a, a fee uh, pay for services business to a software development business where I'm selling products. And it's a real paradigm shift for me. It's a huge shift for me. It's a huge change in my mind and how I think. And this is where I, it's kind of funny. I, I, I said, to, I actually said to my wife, I said, am I crazy? She says, you've been trying to do this for 15 years. Oh, I thought you were going to say she said you've been crazy for years. No. Well, <laughs> There's no doubt about that. I've been nuts for, for a long time. But she says, you've been trying to do this for 15 years, at least, if not longer. For as long as I've known you, you've wanted to do this. You've just never spoken it out. I, but I've seen it. And I went, whoa. You know that again, like, and you actually pointed uh, on, to a really important point of, you know, seeing what your, your success looks like. You know something, when you hear people say, you know, get yourself a vision board and put pictures of stuff you'd like to have and where you like to be in it, you know something? And put and put it on your fridge. Sorry, put it on your fridge. That actually is a powerful way to keep you on focus and on track. Not because you're just trying to get stuff, but you're trying you can see what you're trying to work for. You know, you can see, oh yeah, that's right too. I'd like to have a car that actually runs and I don't have to push it to get it going. I'd like to have a nice house. I like to, you know, send my kids to college. I like to feed the, the the hungry. I like to. I don't know what your vision is, but what's important is that you know what your vision is. That you and know. You what see your it, and you are reminded of it. You know, like I'm the kind of guy that I'm a pretty simple guy. You know, like I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty content. I got what I need. I usually find what I want is what I want for for business. You know, and but you know, saying that. I like owning a new car. <laughs> I bought a, a Chevy Cruze and I love the stupid thing. I think it's great. And I, I love the fact that it's not breaking down all the time. Uh, I love the fact that I live in a nice house. I, I, you know, um, I love that we have a few, a few bucks every month to go have a nice suppers. You know, we can put money away and have a nice vacation at the end of the year. I love that. You know, yeah, what's me, your motivation, right? What yeah, is for me, that's motivation? it. I, I'm thrilled with that. You know, some people having a, a Mercedes might be, the goal that they want to accomplish. That's good. And, and, but being true to yourself, you know, I'm, I'm going to come back to what you were saying about your wife saying that you've been on this road for a while. Mm. I've, I've known Frank for our, our, our listeners out there. I've known Frank now for several years and I've known him when he was doing the fee for service business. And I got to, I got to say straight up, Frank is probably putting in more hours now developing a software business than he did other than at specific time crunch times with his fee-for-service clients, 
but he has found some bliss in this. He is doing what he loves to do. And when you do what you love to do and you move forward with, with honesty and integrity and you see your results because you have that plan, there's a whole shift. And I, I haven't seen – Frank is blossoming with this, so that's, that's my two cents worth about, about doing what you want to do and not letting that fear of failure stifle who you are. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, and it, you're right. It's, um, I'm living my document that we give out on the website, uh, yeah. finding, making your passion your purpose. I'm living it. I'm, and I tell you something, it's wonderful. It's, it's really kind of cool. Um, I feel like, uh, everything that I've ever wanted to do is coming into fruition. You know, like, uh, I've had people validate that I actually do know how to do this, which is nice. Um, and it's not that I needed that validation, but it's nice to get that validation. It's nice to have people say, yeah, you actually created a nice piece of software here. It works really good. Yeah. Um, and it's a wonderful feeling. And I, I would do it all over again, to be honest with you. I really would. And, and you're going to with your next piece of software. <laughs> there you go. You know, like we put out, uh, it's kind of interesting because we, um, we were looking for ways or bonuses we could give away for other people's software. And I started running little programs that I can knock off in a day really quick. Wow. And um, they've been just going over like hotcakes. And, but I had to go through all the same processes of the big product and remember how I did a few things because I forgot how to do them. And uh, it was a good, it was a good um, thing to go through because it made me remember all the things I had to learn and the path that I had to walk to get to where I'm at now. And uh, all it did is it, it wet my appetite to do some more. So, yeah. So guys, don't be afraid to succeed. Don't be afraid, be afraid to fail. Uh, You're going to fail. You know, as I said earlier, the manure failure is the fertile grounds for success. You know, you need to have that to succeed wildly beyond anything you could ever imagine. And trust that if you stick to the process, if, you, if you've done all the things that we've talked about extensively in this, this uh, whole outline in this course and the, this series of videos, then you will succeed well beyond you can ever believe. It's just, it's crazy. It's, you know, I never thought that I could have sales of a software product in the volumes that I am. And I'm like, okay, let's double it now. Let's see if we can double it now. And I'm, yeah. I would have never said that. Yeah. I was like excited. I said to my partner, I said, wow, if you sold a hundred units, that'd be so crazy. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we're approaching 500 units. So, yeah. and I'm like, okay, we need to do more. You know, how do we, how do we take this to the next step? So it's really cool. It's really awesome. Don't, don't let those around you um, stifle or cripple you and don't let yourself do it either. So mm-hmm. if you're taking this, if you're listening to this on the podcast, excellent. I'm glad you're listening. If you're taking this as part of the course, we do have some extra resources. Make sure you do review them and um, to get as much out of this as you can. Nancy, any closing words? Um, just, yeah, absolutely. Don't be afraid. Always use that business plan as your point of reference. Don't be afraid to update it and to, to adjust it as, as times require. And... Uh, yeah, go back, go back and review, review, review. Uh, and any questions or comments, um, you know, we've, we've done our best to outline the pitfalls uh, based on our experiences. And I think that we can help a lot of people avoid making some of those mistakes as well. Mm-hmm. And always we do we watch when we have something out there. And uh, if you have, do have comments, if you're watching this on YouTube as just a broadcast, 
do give us comments. Give us an idea where we've missed or where, what we think we, we're not perfect. You know, we make mistakes too. So help us help you. So if you want to leave a comment, please do. If you're in the course, again, leave us a comment. Tell us where, where we need to fill in the blanks for you and we'll help you get there. All the success to you guys. Have a great week. Get out there and make money, guys. Come on. Thanks for being a part of this. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you.